Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. November 16th is here and I am finding it has been a week of procrastination. Have you seen that going around on the social medias? Oh yes, procrastination. I have so many things that I want to work on that I start working on them and then don't get back to the things that I should be working on. Like things with a deadline or Maybe I took on another deadline and it pushed off the other deadlines. Do you ever do this? Oh my goodness. So instead of working on all the things that you should be working on, I kind of put it off and find myself doing other things. And if you'd follow me on all of that, then maybe you and I are on the same wavelength. Procrastination. Um, yeah, I had a couple of deadlines added and I finished them up for Sulky. It went wonderfully. They got posted. The patterns went well. And then, you know, I just started thinking about holiday gift giving and I was on a roll with the Cricut when I did a fall thing. So I ordered some chalkboard plaques and I got making a few things with them with vinyl and I thought they'd make some really cute Christmas gifts. And then, you know, somebody at work goes, oh, you have a Cricut maker. I have a Cricut, but it, I can't do something. And she asked if I would make a couple of cuts in vinyl that says gather with the real elongated edges. It's pretty popular in reverse canvas things. And I've seen it on Pinterest. And that kind of got the ball rolling. I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. I got my chalkboard signs. They're only six inches, but it was a good thing to practice a couple of ideas. I made my own gather sign, <laughs> gather with a real pretty leaf with lots of like uh, Zentangle curly cues inside it. And that just got me just off on all these ideas of things and searching Pinterest and procrastinating, thinking of all these ideas that I could be doing and keep going and going. And then <clears throat> I really got thinking about why I hadn't loaded the last two customer quilts on the frame. And I realized that, um, you know, over the last several months, for whatever reason, I had my quilting confidence shaken a little bit. I don't know why. You know how it's just ridiculous. Um, social media is a place where, you know, occasionally people say things that um, can be taken away that's kind of negative. And then you got yourself doing the whole big comparison game. And, you know, and I just felt over several months, for whatever reason, that my long arming was, you know, just kind of maybe not up to snuff or something, even though the customers I've delivered to really enjoyed their, their product. And I just was putting off the last two. 
The other part of putting off the last two was I realized that I had to do a lot of work to get them on the frame. Like the backing fabric wasn't sewed together. Um, the other is a family quilt and uh, they said it was in good shape and it's not. It's going to be great when it's done, but when I held it up and all the seams started popping because it's tissue paper thin and hand sewn, that means I've got a lot of work to do to try to get it ready to be under tension on a long arm frame. You know, long arms are powerful machines and they're not gentle. They have really big needles. So I have a lot of fear that when I put this on the frame, it's just going to be shredded. But <clears throat> I shall make the attempt. So this week I decided that I just was going to prep the quilt, one of them, get them on the frame and just go to town to break the ice. But as I stood at the frame looking at this blank quilt, even though we had talked about what she wanted on it and I had the thread all picked out, I just had this moment that everything was not right and that I wasn't going to do the right thing and it had hand appliques on there and it made me nervous. All of a sudden it was just like, oh my goodness, I had the same thing happen to me as I got older playing music and I am familiar with this feeling. So as soon as it happened, I remembered it and it is not stage fright at all. What it is, is that the longer you do something and the more people have expectations and sometimes in your life you peak like in music, I peaked at a certain age and then my body started to rebel against me and I couldn't play the violin and the string bass as good as I could say in my 20s when I hit my peak. Does that make sense? Athletes have peaks. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy athletics your whole life. Doesn't mean I can't enjoy playing music my whole life. But there comes a point where you physically and mentally are not where you were 10, 20 years ago. And I think that's happened to me over the last few weeks. I'm feeling my age. Um, I had a few things, you know, happen, you know, with your health. And in I just find that I <clears throat> it takes me a little longer to do things than it did 10 years ago. I'm not running on um, all barrels maybe all the time, or maybe I can't go hundred miles an hour like I used to. I have to slow down. I had to think about things a little bit more. And that just really hit me is that, you know, between the comparison and feeling like I had all this expectation, um, I, it was stopping me. And it literally for several weeks, I didn't do a lot of long arming and even these quilts were sitting here and I'm like, it's the pressure I'm putting on myself. Seriously, it's self pressure and knowing that I probably can't do certain things that I could when I first started really practicing a lot of long arming. Some of it's ruler work. I cannot do it. My hands hurt too much and I'm, I just can't do it. There are certain tiny measurements of quilting. I cannot do those tiny little things anymore. Maybe I shouldn't because who wants their quilts <laughs> quilted within a quarter inch of everything? You know, so there, there's just this self um, pressure and expectation. And then I get disappointed 
at the end thinking that somebody else may not like it. And then I have all of these thoughts. It's, it's a process about getting older. And <clears throat> if you're not older, it may happen to you someday. And maybe if you're my age and this has happened to you and it'll probably happen to me again in another 10 years <laughs> because I uh, realize I have to slow down too. So that's where my procrastination came from. It took me a long time to get to the point to understand why I was putting these things off. You know, that blank canvas, it was the expectation of myself, you know, other looming deadlines, which, you know, got me a little bit behind. And then I found myself going down rabbit holes of trying other things. And I'll tell you, there are days where doing the cricket stuff is way more fun and it's almost instant gratification. My body was telling me I needed to slow down. I had knee pain, neck pain, finger pain, blah, all the physical things that, make you go, yeah, I need to take a day off from doing things. And quilting can be very physical. And then when I finally get the quilt out and you're like, oh, I got to do more work and it's going to stop me because I finally got my brain to a point where I want to load this and get it done. So I am not procrastinating anymore. I have worked on a couple of cricket projects and working with vinyl and I was able to make some plans on what I want to do there, ready to move forward on this um, quilt that's on the frame. And I'm going to start um, rest, restoring seams on the family quilt. And then, you know, I did take time to do a couple of other fun things. So if you'll check out the Sulky post, I worked with a vinyl made uh, ornaments and I, it was a paper pieced project for beginners. You know, a lot of things that you do for free on websites is to encourage people to try new things and to realize that they can do it too. So it's a cute little ornament. And then I applique vinyl over it. But before I finish the final two sides of appliquing the vinyl over the ornament, we tucked, uh, I tucked a little bit of red, green, and white hexagon sequins in there. So that was a lot of fun. And I learned a lot about sewing with vinyl. And then I got thinking, well, what else could I do? Well, I ordered some craft text paper and it feels like leather and it sews. So I made a very simple wallet type thing. And I realized it's an eight and a half by 11 sheet of craft text and it fits my phone perfectly. So I did some top stitching and I practiced, you know, making seams. And now I'm trying to figure out how I want to put a closure on it. And I may buy, buy those um, plastic snaps that match the projects. They're, they're really popular right now. And I may look around at the store today when I go. But overall, you know, just trying new things and expanding my mind because I feel like I have this moment of really wanting to do different things and not just chugging along at all the quilting things. Because, you know, after a while you need a tiny little break. But don't think I haven't been quilting or sewing because I have. Since I talked to you last, I did finish the Fat Quarter Shop's pineapple pad quilt with the 12 and a half inch blocks and six inch blocks. I added the two rows. The top is finished. And when I get these other two quilts done, I'm going to put it on the frame. And I'm pondering what I want to do on that particular quilt. And then I decided to get the Pat Sloan inspired pineapple made out of two and a half inch squares. It's a mod, I'm calling it a modern um, pineapple quilt. 
So I'm playing around with layout. I like some pineapples up and some pineapples upside down. Now I'm trying to figure out, do I want to put uh, like a sashing vertical strip between rows or do I want to just mash them all together? I th think they need some breathing space. So I'm going to play around with that particular idea. And I'm thinking of using a um, lighter color background, maybe white or off-white and solid color to go with that K facet layer cake that I'm using. So that's coming along and I have a student. Um, one of my co-workers wanted to learn how to quilt and she came over on President's Day, made a whole bunch of blocks. She's a natural. She's been sent me a couple photos of things that she's been practicing in the lessons that we had on that day. So um, I'm enjoying the company of a small group of people when we craft. So that was super fun. And then to top it all off, I made a wreath last night. I was invited to a, uh, it's a big deal up here for opening day of deer season. It might be where you live too. Um, that's where the hunters go out for the first day of uh, rifle season to hunt deer. Now it's been uh, falling here in Michigan, the um, hunting because Mich Michigan's finding a problem with uh, population of white-tailed deer is a little bit smaller. But <clears throat> many of the people have little parties or get-togethers on this day. So a bunch of women got together with someone I knew. We've kind of reconnected since high school. And she had a handful of people. No, it's probably more like she invited 10 people to come over and I think six or seven of us were there. And I didn't know anybody but the hostess. And I am a nervous person when it comes to being in big groups. But what was great about this is she made uh, stations in her garage for all of us to work on Christmas wreaths. She has property where she actually cut down the pine boughs of long needled pine boughs and then blue spruce. Oh, the wreaths smell divine. She bundled them all up. She had all kinds of bows that she made and embellishments and wreath, wreath bases and showed us how you know to start out just wiring them on and I made a wreath from scratch with natural pine boughs. Then I glued white poinsettias on it with some red sprays and as I was wrapping it around the red sprays have like a tool and some red leaves you know traditional Christmas red and then while I was wrapping up the pine boughs, I added uh, branches that had crystals glued on them with green eucalyptus. And that woven the round base, I put a red and white bow on it. And then I found a few other white, like baby's breath and stuck them in. So I'm really proud of my wreath. She even sent us home with a door hanger. I hung it on my porch and I love it. It made me realize that, you know what? I really think I am going to get my Christmas stuff out this year in December, not in November. I'm not ready for that yet. So it was a great time to get together with people that I didn't know and we had a good time because none of us had made um, that many wreaths before. And we had a great time learning from each other and creating and making and visiting afterwards. So I've had a couple of dinner parties and a crafting event and it was super, super fun. 
now we're trying to, you know, hammer out the schedule for everybody's time off over the Thanksgiving holiday and making plans for that. And I'm pretty excited. I wasn't excited about the many gray days. And I don't know, we've probably had 15 inches of snowfall since the beginning of what we're calling winter already in October started. And I am so thrilled that the sun came out today. It is not warm. It was like four degrees when I got up and it's warmed up to 27. But I'm hoping if it warms up to the about 30 to 32 over the next few days, maybe it will melt this snow <laughs> because I am totally not ready. But the good news is the old uh, snowblower fired up and we're ready for snow blowing and they found the shovel and the snow scrapers for the windshields of the car. And, you know, that's life. And we are ready for a long winter because I think we're going to have a few reprieves. But generally, once the snow starts like this and the ground is freezing up, it'll probably keep coming down. You know, and we usually get about, I don't know, 150, 160 inches of snow a winter. And I am getting my mindset ready for it. So all of that pondering, I realized that I was letting a few things kind of get stuck in my brain and that I really wanted to focus on this week's focus for Thanksgiving, which was gratefulness. It made me think of my grandma. She used to always say something like, oh, I just got this stuck in my craw. And I got thinking about that this week. And I'm like, what is a craw? I remember looking it up a long time ago and remembered something about birds and that had to do with birds and storing food and old yucky things in their craw. Well, it actually is uh, birds have something called a crop. I am interested in this stuff. I studied a lot of biology and if I hadn't become a nurse, I was going to major in economy and ecology. I almost said economy, totally not me. Ecology. So a crop is a spot in the bird's throat where they can store food. Do not confuse it with the gizzard, which is something that um, birds have in their stomach, which helps grind up the food. But, you know, birds can gather lots of seeds and they have this little pouch that they store it in. And then they can go back to their nest and they can do digestion or whatever. So that's what craw if it's stuck in your craw, it'd be like birds who would have seeds or chickens probably get things stuck in their craw. And it's not good. It's not good at all for the health and the well-being of the bird. And I think that's kind of when my grandma would say it, it would be like, I am self-aware that this is not healthy for me to keep mulling over. And it's not like holding a grudge, which I think is different, but having something stuck in your craw just, just meant that it was something irritating or something maybe not healthy to keep mulling over. And I got thinking about that with my procrastination. So I tried to um, change what I was allowing myself to think about and become grateful because that's what this is all about this week leading up to Thanksgiving for us in the U.S. and I know several um, Canada I know already had Thanksgiving but for me November is a good time because we have this crappy weather and it's been gray and yucky it's hard to get out and about and you can get stuck on the oh, I gotta go start my car gotta scrape the windshield gotta find um, socks and boots and I don't have boots but I have some now and um, you know 
Don't let that get stuck inside and get rid of it and think about, I'm so grateful. I have a pair of boots. Somebody had a pair of boots and it didn't fit them and they were going to take it to goodwill. And they said, try them on. I'm like, perfect. See these kinds of things. I'm so grateful. Actually, I'm grateful for the snow because it gives us more light. It reflects all the sun. It makes it sparkle and shine. And even on gray days, it brightens it up. So I don't mind the snow. Just don't like driving in a blizzard. Nobody does. That's not even cool. I'm grateful for the fact that people thought of me to invite me over to their house for dinner or for making a wreath. It was so much fun. It was fun meeting new people or people I've heard about and never had a chance to meet. It was awesome. The one dinner party we went to were... Um, Three guys and me were in band. So it was all of their wives and my husband happened to be in band with us. And we all reminisced about high school and the days of band and people we knew and what we're doing now. And it was great because this common ground was so much fun. To It was very sweet to remember and be grateful for that time that we all had. And it helped us get through school and we learned music and we played some most awesome things. And you're going, but Vicki, you played string bass. I know. We had a string bass in the band because we didn't have an orchestra. So we had, um, my husband played tuba, the other guy played euphonium, and the other man played trumpet. So it was like we had the representatives of the brass and low brass section. It was a lot of fun. We, we had we had a great time. So I'm just very grateful that there are people that remember all that stuff and we could share our memories. I'm grateful for all of the things and, and even this drafty old house because it stays warm and keeps me dry and for the job that I have and grateful for the people I work with and all of the things, even though it can get frustrating from time to time. That's what life is all about. So focusing more on this kind of stuff and I worked on a few projects to procrastinate the projects I needed to work on, but they are underway. The ice has been broken and the long arming has begun. Um, I just did routines for Fly Lady this week. So for the home routines, I'm going to get back in track with that. And I'm currently sitting in my house um, dress or pajamas because I didn't have any clean laundry. I've been procrastinating on going up and down the drafty back stairs to the laundry. So I'm going to get ready for the big game. I'm going to do some laundry and then I am going to continue to ponder about being grateful and all of the things that I want to focus on before Thanksgiving. You have a most wonderful day, wonderful week. And don't forget, you can go to my website, um, mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can find the show notes. You can sign up for my newsletter. You can see the virtual cup of coffee you can buy me as a one-time support. Or as a couple of people have joined in the patron program. In the patron program is monthly pledges and you will be able to listen to the monthly patron extra podcast and there'll be premium podcasts next year that um, the patrons will be able to be part of so feel free to check out the website and if leaving a public comment is your thing go ahead and send me a direct message via instagram or send me an email i really appreciate you listening 
Thanks everyone for your support and thanks so much to my patrons. Everyone take care, be creative and quilt on everyone.